Yo, what's going on, Wes? What's going on, Brian Paul? Welcome back, sir. Oh, well, thank you so much. Welcome back to you, too. I know you didn't go anywhere because you actually don't, uh, you know, you, you have a channel that, that, that you don't abandon for 10 days at a time. Uh, <laughs> so, so not welcome back to you, but welcome back to Without Parole, Wes. Thank you, man. I didn't know what to do last week. Uh, I, from uh, the 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock hours, I just <laughs> stared longingly out my bedroom window uh, thinking about you. Wow. Wow. I, I'm going to guarantee you're the first person to have ever done that in the history of people. <laughs> and, and You'd that, be surprised. I don't know about that. Uh, dude, let's start the show. This is a weird intro. Do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday. Wes Day. Fucking never going to not say that. And Friday, right here <laughs> on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, right here on PSVR 2 Without Parole. Uh, my name is Brian Paul from this channel. And this man over here joining me every West Day, Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. What is up, my friend? How are you? What's going on, on the, in, in the land of Virtual Strangers? Dude, uh, I love it. It's it's it it really is West Day because this is the one day out of my week that's literally VR from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. I'm I'm show prepping for this show the first half of the day. I'm prepping for the other show the second half of the day, and I absolutely love every minute of it. Uh, it really is. Uh, it's the weekend for me, and uh, I'm in a good mood. You prep for this show? A little, just a little. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> this is not how this is supposed to go. You're showing me up already, man. You're showing me up. Uh, let's get a little housekeeping out of the way, man. Uh, first and foremost, if you don't already subscribe to Wes over at Virtual Strangers, um, you got to do that. Uh, I would say click the link in the description below, but I wasn't I wasn't fast enough. I wasn't prepared enough to put a link in the description below. Uh, so I'm sure a quick little YouTube search for Virtual Strangers will bring you to Wes's channel. Make sure you subscribe. They're doing great stuff over there, especially during the PSVR downtime. There's, it's it's not as downtime, not quite as downtime on other VR headsets, right? Right, Wes? Not at all, man. And um, I mean, sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes that's not so good, right? I mean, it depends on what your definition of a good title is. But uh, certainly, been good times in PC land uh, here lately, and for the foreseeable future. So, you're absolutely right. Is, is most of that due to like mods, or is or is most of that due to actual good games? No, it's it's a hundred percent mods this month. Uh, we did uh, Half Life VR, Half Life Two VR last week, which was amazing. Uh, we're doing Elden Ring VR this week, which I haven't tried yet, but I hear good things about it. Supposedly good. really good. And then uh, all indications point to Resident Evil Seven and Eight both dropping next week with full motion controller support. And uh, like you, I, I have blacked out. Uh, Resident Evil Village. This is going to be my first time playing through it, and I am so excited. So yeah, the the modders, the modders are uh, keeping PC VR alive, and uh, they have my eternal gratitude for that. And in in beating Sony and Capcom to the PSVR two punch, like 
a year early, man. Like all of this stuff could have been so cool if Sony had been like, and here's Village and VR and you know, and Capcom like be on on Sony stage being like, and here's Resident Evil two and three first person, you know, modes and VR full tracking support everything. And it's like the modders were like, "Fuck you, we're just going to do this now," <laughs> which I kind of appreciate, right. man. You got to keep these, you got to keep these big billion dollar corporations on their toes. Like if, if you don't do it, man, somebody, somebody faster, smarter, uh, more capable is going to do it uh, and and totally steal your thunder. Uh, so I'm kind of glad they're they're keeping Sony on their toes, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and it makes you uh, it makes you wonder now uh, that you know when this this stuff actually ends up coming next year. Uh, if we're going to get extra features on PSVR 2 because of, of these mods existing, like they can't really come out with just a, a gamepad style VR experience now, can they? I mean, w- when they have motion controllers, when they have eye tracking and headset haptics and adaptive triggers, they've got to use that stuff now, right? I would say so. I would say so. I think I, I think the you know the, the move controllers had limitations right from the get go. They were it, they were outdated from day one, uh, but but the sense controllers, they've got everything we need, and so you need to support those to the fullest. There's, there's no reason. There's, there's not going to be a segment of your VR PSVR two population who doesn't own uh, the sense controllers. Like they've got everything you need. They get the analog sticks. They get the haptics. They get everything. And so they, I, there's really no excuse anymore. I kind of understood in the PSVR one era why some games just use the dual shock. I kind of got that because everybody who has a PSVR has a dual shock. Um, I, I, it, that's, it's inexcusable next gen. It, it cannot happen again. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And if they were to just come out with another game had experience for, Village, and I'm sure it would be great. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it would be awesome, just like Resident Evil 7 was awesome. Uh, I would be a bit upset, though, that they didn't support PSVR 1, because if you're not going to use the the next-gen stuff, (laughs) then why does it need to be a next-gen game, right? We we should already have it. Well, I will say this. uh, There are a lot of developers who are making games much smaller than Village uh, and other Resident Evil games who are having a hard time getting their game running on the OG PS4. So I get it, man. It's time to move on. Let's 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 jump ship. Let's go to PSVR two. Uh, and no offense to anybody who's still holding on to their OG, but come on, it's time. <laughs> it is time. Wes, on time. We have so much stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, about the uh, amazing. <laughs> food service uh, horror bar VR game that came out today. We're going to talk about Twilight Zone. Uh, we're going to talk about Codemasters and PSVR 2. But first, I think we need to talk a little bit about the April 2022 sales chart uh, that PlayStation dropped, and uh, we can get a little bit of uh, a little bit of inside information as to what's been selling and not selling on PlayStation VR over the last month. Let's bring that chart up. Bing. There it is. Okay. Uh, dude, let's, let's take it from the bottom. Uh, number number ten in the U.S. and Canada, uh, U.S. Canada uh, was Astrobot Rescue Mission, and over in EU, uh, Wanderer uh, was their number ten. Now hold on a second. Did Wanderer not chart in the United States or Canada? That that appears uh, to be the uh, appears to be the case here, and I'm a bit dumbfounded uh, by that because you know we've said it time and time again. This might be the best VR game that came out this year. On all platforms. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit uh, surprising there that uh, people in the U.S. aren't buying this one. Right. And we'll talk more about uh, the, the Wander just got a huge update. We're going to talk more about that game in a second. Um, but uh, I'm, here, here's what I'm thinking, Wes. It better chart next month because 
because it was just on sale. I think it's still on sale, right? For 20 bucks, half price. Um, and I don't think that sale extended into April. Uh, so next month, guys. You, you got to make sure that Wanderer hits the charts next month. But Astrobot Rescue Mission, a staple. Everyone should have it. Uh, didn't chart in Europe, though. That's strange. This one is just blasphemy, man, as far as I'm concerned. Number nine uh, in the States, VR Ping Pong Pro. It just uh, th- This one just kind of makes you wonder, you know, how how involved most PSVR owners actually are because anybody who who's actually an enthusiast knows that racket fury is the way to go. If you want to play ping pong mm-hmm. in on PlayStation VR, you need to be playing racket fury. So the fact that this charted on both charts, uh, a bit surprising in my opinion. Yeah. This must've been part of some big sale is probably, I, I remember somebody saying it was only like two bucks or something like that. So it's like, I, you know, some, I think for a lot of people, you go, well, how bad for $2 could it possibly be for 20 25 whatever they were trying to charge at launch? You know, whatever. Maybe it wasn't perfection. But man, when a, when, when, when a ping pong game doesn't have pr- a proper physics engine and the ball just wildly flies across the table, uh, no matter how hard or light you hit it, it, it's broken. It's broken. And so this is inexcusable that it's still on the PlayStation Store. The, the environments look great. There's a lot of cool challenges to do. But when the the core, the fundamentals do not work properly, it's time to say, no, like fucking put your foot down. Even for $2, don't support these guys. Um, and like you said, Wes, especially since Racket Fury exists. Racket Fury is perfection. It is ping pong perfection. Buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting angry, man. I'm getting real fucking angry looking at this list. <laughs> Uh, well, look at look at the next one, and maybe you'll feel a little bit better. Uh, number eight in the U.S. Uh, Swordsman, uh, which I, I don't I don't really I haven't been keeping track. Has has Swordsman been uh, been on the charts month after month, or is it not? I feel like this is a game that like I, has been charting. I, I don't keep up with the charts month to month like that, um, so I really couldn't tell you. But I, what I will say is this: uh, you should pat yourself on the back because. Uh, I feel like you guys are the ones that really got the word out there about this title. You and AJ uh, covering the title, covering every update. Uh, This title um, is on the map because of this channel. And uh, I think you guys should be proud. And so should Alec for uh, putting out a a quality title. So Alec should be super proud. And, uh, and, and also he's doing the right thing, right? He's not, he's not just, you know, he didn't put out a game that everybody enjoyed. He he's constantly updating it, and uh, and that's keeping it uh, in the news cycle for all these VR channels like us. Uh, we're in, we're talking about it constantly, and he has like the biggest update. Yeah, it's still coming later this month. So, uh, so good for him. Good for him. He's doing the right thing. Can't wait to see what they do next. Actually, uh, we're gonna. No offense to the EU uh, folks, but we're going to just stick on the US side of this thing to make things easier because most of these games are repeated. Uh, number seven is Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series. I think most people over here know my thoughts on it. Uh, you know, good game. I had fun with it. Short-lived adventure, but uh, it's really all about those training dojos. Those were the most fun. Uh, I don't know your thoughts on it, though, Wes. Does it belong on this list? Uh, yeah, well, when you consider that um, the, the legions of Star Wars fans out there and that this is really the only star story. Well, it's not anymore, I guess. I was about to say this is the only story-driven Star Wars game on the store, but Squadrons fits that as well, so it's yeah. it's not. But you get what I mean. This is the 
first person, uh, heavily story driven experience, which I did enjoy. Um, so yeah, it, it makes sense that it would uh, be uh, on here month after month. Uh, no surprise at all to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day though that we get like a, a Kotor or something like re- super substantial when it comes to Star Wars, like a, a game where you're you're doing all of these things in one game in VR, first person. You know, at, at any point you can pull out your lightsaber and you're walking around this sort of like open area or open world, and then you can just go to your ship and you get in and fucking sit in the pilot seat. And like, I think that's gonna that's that's what's gonna blow people away. That's what real Star Wars fans are waiting for. I think that's what VR gamers are waiting for in, in general. You know, like No Man's Sky, but Star Wars. <laughs> Absolutely, and and we could we could spend a whole episode just listing the different franchises that this sentiment applies to. But, but yeah, Vader Immortal was good. Um, the, uh, what is it? The uh, tales from the galaxy's edge that they did on quest mm-hmm. actually a little bit better, uh, more of a step in the right direction, uh-huh. but yeah, we're still waiting on that full fledged, uh, all encompassing star Wars adventure in VR. So, uh, yeah, I think it'll be big when it finally does land. I'm so happy to see this next one, Wes. Stride uh, was a surprise for me because I kind of fucking hated it when I started playing. And I was like, why are they overcomplicating everything? It doesn't look all that great and it feels weird to play. And, you know, just like, ugh. And, and then, you know, fast forward 45 minutes and I was like climbing up buildings and jumping and running. And it took them forever to get it over to PlayStation VR. Now that it's finally here, it's selling, which makes me really happy to see see it on the list. Uh, I'm 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 super happy about this one. Yeah, I, I'm glad to see that uh, developers are being rewarded for actually going through with their PlayStation VR development in 2022. Uh, happy about that. Stride is fun for a while. Uh, I haven't played a whole lot of it. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it really came off kind of tech demo, mm-hmm. uh, tech demo-y to me. Uh, I, I've kind of always said, well, I'm just going to hold off and wait on that story mode that they've been promising. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's solid for what it is and uh, it's fun for a while. So it's good to see again, that people are buying the titles, uh, the, the ones that deserve it when they uh, do finally make it their way to the PlayStation store. Um, uh, no surprise to see super hot on here. Uh, and uh, Moss book two is number four. Uh, good to see, again, good to see that it's, that it's on here on the chart. Uh, you know, we'd gotten a few indicators, you know, early on that maybe it wasn't selling as much as, uh, you know, we, we expected it to, uh, but you know, this, this, the sales chart kind of proves otherwise. It seems like it's doing fairly well in both regions, number four in the U S number three in EU. So that, that's a really good sign right there. Yeah, yeah, I, I think a lot was uh, made out of uh, not very much w- with regards to that story. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of speculation involved with the source of that information. And, um, you know, as much as we expected it to do or not do, really the, the, the only question that matters is how did it do versus Polyarch's expectations? And we don't know that. So until, until we get that answer, I think that uh, it's all just uh, fluff. Uh, you know, any kind of talk with regards to sales around uh, this or any other game. Agreed. And including, including games cast, I'm not, I'm not uh, allowing me uh, 
uh, out of out of that conversation. I, you know, slow news day. You go, oh, did it not sell well? Let's have a conversation. And like it's, I, I usually take those things. You know, whether they whether there's a lot of substance to them or not. Sometimes you know we go on Rythian rumors, and we're still waiting to find out if Rythian has any credibility or not. What it, what they are, are great jumping off points for uh, for for good conversations. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. There there was not a lot of substance to that story at all. Um, number three, Batman Arkham VR. Good to see uh, that game on the charts, but not a surprise. It's a launch title. Job Simulator number two. Again, launch title. No surprise. Beat Saber holding down the fort at number one. I would love to find out what Beat Saber sells on a monthly basis. Like how many copies is that game selling a day? How many a week? How many a month? Uh, just to kind of give context to the rest of this list, right? It's like, is Beat Saber selling 100,000 a month? Or is it selling like 5,000 a month, you know, because that would put all of this into context a little bit. Yeah. Sony and notoriously uh, secretive with their numbers and it has become even more so uh, with time. So it makes us kind of um, expect the worst, but we don't know, right? We just don't know. Right. Right. Uh, but congratulations to, uh, to all the developers who made the list this time for the first time. Uh, Good to see that there's still stuff happening over on PlayStation uh, in regards to PSVR 1. Uh, something we'll be diving deeper into later in the episode. Gatorade 23, the H2O despising game cat with a $20 tip. Thank you so much. I didn't see a message there. Uh, so if you do have something to say, please uh, post it. Uh, maybe all in caps so you get my attention because I'm really distracted today. Uh, I only ate half of my lunch. This is the other half. I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get let's get a move on and oh, let's get rid of this list so we can see us again. And oh, that brings us to the huge Wanderer update that went live today. Uh, Wes, did you get a chance to play this thing? I absolutely did for a little while. I, I put about thirty minutes into it. Um, obviously, I, this is the first time I've returned to the game since I finished it, uh, so I had to reinstall it. But you know, my, my save was still intact. And I loaded the game on the first mission after you get the ability to time travel. So I made sure that I had my watch and, and all of the game's mechanics had been established. And uh, pleasantly surprised, man. Like, um, it, there wasn't a whole lot of criticism from me about this game to begin with. There were some things that were kind of janky, um, some things that were frustrating about the... Uh, uh, the interactions in the game and, and the interface. And apparently, obviously, I need to vet it a little bit more, but it seems as if they have ironed all of that stuff out, and it's just a smooth-playing, beautiful VR game now. And, uh, man, it's damn near perfection. I love this game. Yeah, I like what you said because uh, because I 100% agree with you. I found a lot of great uh, great elements that were updated when I played today, but it's, it's impossible right now without kind of playing through the entire game again to say, you know, did this bug get addressed when it crashed before this uh, scene? Did that get addressed? Did the, the, you know, objects just randomly disappearing or falling through the floor, did that get addressed? And it's, and it's a little tough to say that, but if you look at the patch notes uh, that this game has, it's like three pages long. <laughs> it's like one of the longest patch note lists I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, where is, there it is the about time updates. Here's the trailer. Um, and uh, it's, but I, but but just from, I jumped in. I, I literally spent 15 minutes just like just trying to see like, do I notice anything? Is there anything significant? And I'm so glad that I sort of jumped into the game earlier than I expected to, um, because I jumped in before I had Samuel on my wrist, and so I 
so one of the parts, as soon as you get off that raft after the alligator thing happens, uh, one of the things you do is you walk up to a rope, right, to lower a bridge. And it's, what used to happen is that you would grab the rope with one hand, pull it down, and you would instinctually go to grab it again with your other hand because that's how you would do this in real life. And the left hand would never register, right? Like you had to like let go. And I don't know if you could even grab it with your left hand then. And then you had to let go. And then it, and it was clunky. It didn't feel natural. And I didn't even see this on the patch note list. Maybe it was there. Maybe it wasn't. But you can just do this now. And it's like, oh, thank you. Like it was a little thing. And somebody, I was just talking about it with somebody in voice chat recently. Um, and it, they said it bothered them. And, and I was like, yeah, I guess there's a bunch of little things like that. But if you look through the list, a bunch of little things like that is what they took care of. The quality of life stuff is just like so much higher here. It's just, it, it feels, it feels great. It feels great to play. Absolutely. And the one, the one big thing here with this update um, that I, that I can say will make a huge difference, even if they didn't take care of all that other stuff is the, uh, the, the new quick save system, the new auto save and quick load system, because before you know, I could kind of live with most of this jank as I was playing through, but there was a couple of times uh, where I would lose items that were central to the uh, to the gameplay, and I would have to replay chapters because uh, of an inadequate save and load system. And now they're literally quick saving on everything that you do. So, uh, you know, assuming that it that, that works correctly, um, even if you do uh, encounter some game breaking jank. You're not going to have to step back an hour and replay it. You know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops, you might have to replay now that they've, uh, that they've updated it. And uh, that, that's pretty much the, the one big thing for me, uh, the, the one big problem I had with it early on. So uh, I'm glad to see that they have uh, fixed that. Also, also, I had a big problem with the watch spitting out hints at me before when I, I didn't want it to. I don't like taking hints in puzzle games. And there were some times where I would reach for the watch to do something else, mm-hmm. and it would give me a hint. And I didn't, I didn't like that. You can now disable that from the uh, from the settings, which uh, I think is great. And uh, I wish it had been there all along. Yeah, there's also there's also there's something about the way that uh, Samuel the watch detaches from your wrist now, where I, I don't. Again, I hadn't played it just like you really since launch, and so it, I, I was like, oh, I remember this being a kind of a pain to eject Samuel uh, sometimes. And I don't know if they just kind of adjusted something or. But when I reached out to hit the eject button, my my character's hand went from this to this, and then and it was super easy just to like reach out and go boink. Now, I also do have a new tracking system in, in set up in my apartment, so in my camera's higher than it's ever been, so it could very well have been just me that was like, oh, wow, this is every single time. Perfect. No problem now. Um, but my final, my final uh, one, of my, one of my criticisms uh, that we actually addressed during when the, the developers were on Gamescast Live was that there's no crouch button. Now, it, it's not a game that really requires one uh, because it's really good about the telekinesis thing. It's like, you just kind of point at something and it lights up and it becomes yellow. And then you can boom, just kind of grab it that way. But sometimes you'll open a cabinet and you'll have to back up to see it a little bit because you're like, well, I, the, the perspective, I just need to, I just, I would crouch right now to look at it, but instead I have to back up in order to look at what's in the cabinet. And now you can switch your controller layout. There's like, it says standard or legacy. And if you switch it to standard, uh, I mean, it's so much easier to strafe now to back up to, uh, to, and with, with the new control system, you can, you can crouch and they gave you the option to do a smooth crouch 
or click crouch. And on top of that, nice. I'm pretty sure they added uh, just a ridiculous speed to the smooth turning because you can, because <laughs> I didn't even put it up all the way. I put it up just like more than it was. And like my character's like, boom, 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 boom. It was crazy. And that wasn't even at, at their maximum. So it, one of the things that makes people sick, I know, is that is slow smooth turning. It's the worst. And I'm pretty sure if anybody had an issue with that in this game, they will definitely not have an issue with that anymore. Well, I'm, I'm glad you checked that out because I didn't play with the uh, locomotion settings at all, but I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because we all, we all love when games have magnet hands, right? And you mm-hmm. use your telekinesis ability to pick stuff up. But it's very rare that a game uh, has implemented that so well that you, you don't find yourself just kind of trying to put your hand in just the right spot to, to get it to highlight. And that's immersion breaking to me. Uh, and I absolutely, I play most of the time, especially adventure games, I play seated. And a, a part of that, uh, an important part of that is, is being able to crouch with a button. So uh, I'm glad that they added that in there. I didn't know that they had, uh, but I'm glad to hear it. And, and certainly it's going to make the game much more comfortable for people who play the way I play. Did you notice they added footsteps, the sound of footsteps? I did notice that, in, indeed. A ton of just little things, and it depend, what, depending on the material you walk on, the footstep sound changes. So it's, again, just a, a million little details that were, that were added and taken care of, and you can just tell. Like they, these, guys were, these guys were patching and patching and patching and patching and patching all launch week, like two days before the game came out. Right, like I think there were two or three patches before the game even launched. And then all that week, I think there was like two or three more patches, and then they kind of went quiet. And I was like, "Hmm, like are they done? Did they run out of money? What happened?" And uh, and then here they are. You can just tell what they've been working on for the last couple months, which is which is brilliant. So hats off to uh, M Theory and Oddboy for for really just like knocking it out of the park and, and making a one of our favorite PSVR games even better. Were you uh, were you taken aback again uh, when you stepped back into the world for the first time and you just saw? Just how beautiful and clear everything was and yeah. hi- highly detailed. Like I'd forgotten. I, I, I remembered logically that it was a beautiful game, but you forget just how beautiful it is until you get in there and you look at it and you're just like, wow, man, this is really uh, impressive. Dan Kiefer says, I tried to fish in the elevator and got three boots. You're not fishing the right way, man. What else do you need? Think about it. Um Yes, I was absolutely blown away, Wes. Because I, I in my head, I'm like, "Oh, this is a really good looking game. It's one of the better looking ones, right?" And then I and then I jump back in. I was like, "Jesus, how are they doing this?" And I know that you know on the OG PS4 it doesn't look as good, and it's like it really does shine on PS5. Um, but but really, guys, I mean, if you're playing it on the OG and, and then you're planning on upgrading to the PlayStation 5, this along with Dreams and Squadrons and like three or four other games, like you should really be checking out and seeing just how amazing it is and just how seamless the whole experience is too. When there's no load screens between jumps, when you're going from one place to another to another, uh, which by the way, another really important note, I apparently should have put this as the headline for the, for the show, uh, how amazing the wander update is because we're spending way right. more time on this than I thought we would. Um, you now the UI on Samuel's watch tells you how many times you've jumped which is super important to get the platinum because there's one where you can only jump 20 times throughout the entire game. I think is it 20 times. Yeah. And so, uh, and so yeah, it makes it like you have to really plan out your strategy. And so sometimes if like you're, while you're playing, you forget how many times you've done it. Uh, so it's really important that that's there on the UI for you, uh, in order to, in order to get that trophy. Yeah. Lots of new information on the UI and, uh, just, just 
better overall. Uh, kudos. Just a great job. Uh, not such a great job. However, we extend that message words, sentences. Start over. Uh, fuck you, Codemasters, because they're not supporting PSVR 2 with F1 2022, uh, or F1 as it's called. Uh, not not as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be. I just like to be dramatic sometimes. Uh, let's head on over to uh, Tech Radar for that. Oh, wow. You know what? I forgot to fix something. You got really big on the screen there, uh, Wes. I'm just fixing you real quick. And up oh, there you are. <laughs> Tech Radar gives us the uh, the exclusive. I love this. They say it's exclusive, and then 20 seconds later, every single uh, website also has this exclusive. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just learning how to do stuff. I'm going to interact with this so I can read it to you guys. F122 developer has no plans to add VR support for PlayStation VR 2. Uh, the latest entry in Codemaster's annual Formula One series, F122, will be the first to offer VR support to players on PC, but PlayStation owners holding out hope for the same compatibility in the future should temper their expectations. In an exclusive interview with TechRadar, exclusive, the game's senior creative director, Lee Mather, revealed that Codemasters has, quote, no plans at this time, end quote, to add VR support for either PlayStation VR or the in-development PSVR 2. We've been investigating VR for some time, and we want to bring our F1 game without compromise, Mather said. We partnered with a team who has worked on other Codemasters titles and has taken several years to get us to the point where we know we can deliver a premium experience for our players. F122 is scheduled to release on July 1st across a bunch of fucking platforms. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your take on this? I, I think surface level, West, uh, this can sound like bad news. But I, I think there's a whole lot more going on. What's your take here? Well, my immediate take uh, was, oh, yeah, I've heard this all before. Uh, because uh, Dirt Rally was one of the more popular Gen 1 racers. One of the only Gen 1 racers on PlayStation VR. But one of the more popular Gen 1 racers overall in the larger VR sphere. But when they announced Dirt Rally 2.0, they also made a, a statement that's very similar to this one. We have no plans at this time to support uh, VR with Dirt Rally 2.0. And then there was a, a, you know, a big stink made about it, especially in the PC world. PC VR gamers really upset about it, made a bunch of noise. And within a few months, they walked it back. They said, all right, fine, we'll add in VR support. But here's the ironic thing, Brian. After they added that VR support in at everyone's insistence, Nobody bought it. It was a like a $60 game, mm -hmm. and people said, I'm not paying $60 for a game, and nobody ended up buying it anyway. But uh, I, I've seen and heard this all before, and just because they say there's no plans for it doesn't mean that it's not coming. So, uh, yeah, it really, when, when I read things like this, especially coming from Codemasters, uh, I really don't give it a second thought. We'll see. We'll see if they, if they uh, choose to support it or not. Well, I, th you know, what I think the funny part about this uh, article is that, sorry, and also sorry, sirens on my end if you if you hear those. Um, the funny part about this article is that the most important part of it was at the end when they said that the game's coming out July first or whatever the hell they said. Uh, July first, man, that's like uh, two months away. Two months away. PlayStation VR two is way more than two months away, right? And it's like we didn't expect it for PSVR one, so let's just throw that out the window. But for PSVR two, what are they going to do? Put out a game on July first, and then July, August, September, October, November, December, eight months later, 
when they're four months away from putting out F-123, patch F-122 with PSVR 2 support? No, they're going to launch F-123 with PSVR 2 support. That's going to be one of the one, like one of the many reasons to upgrade to to the next game. This is an annualized franchise. So if they have an excuse to leave... Oh, pardon me, young lady. Um, if they have an ex- excuse to... I can wait. If you can wait, I can wait. <laughs> uh, so they sure. have an excuse to leave it out, and then and then and then tell you something. Hey, this is a new feature for our our next annual F one game. Uh, then you, know, you could get a whole you know another million people to buy that game. They're like, oh, well, your last one didn't have VR support, and this one has PSVR two support. Amazing. That I think that's a simple answer here. People are blowing this way out of proportion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, these EA EA sports games, man. It's hard for them uh, to to come up with with you know reasons to sell a new one every year. Uh, so if you can save something like this and have it be a feature uh, just a few months after the the new PlayStation VR launches, then why wouldn't you? Makes all the sense in the world. Uh, and, and kudos to you because I didn't even think about that. Like it, this is F one twenty two, right? It's coming out in a couple months. It would make zero sense for them to say that this was coming to PSVR two, even if it were. Like, why would you say it now? Are you going to tell people to wait to buy it? That makes no sense. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. This is a lot to do about nothing, honestly. And when the when the time comes, I'm sure Codemasters is going to support PlayStation VR 2 with any kind of racing title that they put out. Because why wouldn't they, right? Why wouldn't they? What are you doing? She's just like, she just put her paw on my shoulder. I think you can see it right there. What? Did, she's just like, just want to let you know I'm here. <laughs> Like, look All at right. me. Yeah, totally. Oh man, I fucking love this girl so much, man. Like she is, is my whole life, dude. Like I, I'm sure everybody loves their cats, but for some reason, I am convinced that I love my cat more than anybody. Um, Wes, I'm glad I'm glad we could fly back past through that news story because uh, we got to get caught up here talking about a game that came to at least the European. I'm sorry, no, the Australian store today. Uh, that was uh, horror bar. VR. It doesn't roll off the tongue. That's for sure. Horror, horror bar VR. Maybe I'm just saying horror in a fucking strange way, but horror bar VR. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, one one in a long list of of cooking games uh, on VR, and uh, I, I don't know how much this is going to be. Let's, let's get this out of the way first. I don't know how much it's going to be on PlayStation VR. I bought it from the Australian store for. Uh, it was fifty Australian or forty eight, something like that, and it and it cost me thirty eight U.S. dollars uh, to get a fifty dollar Australian card. So thirty eight dollars, but then it seemed that seems overpriced. I can't imagine it being that much money. Although a fungus in my garden would beg to differ. Um, and then I, when we check the Steam store, uh, this the same exact game is nineteen ninety nine and currently on sale for fourteen. Um, so. If this comes out at more than $20 in the PlayStation Store, something went horribly wrong, but it seems like something already went horribly wrong in Australia for them to be charging 38 Australian, which, you know, they always kind of get the short end of the stick, so that's a little understandable, but not totally. What What are your thoughts on this game, man? Well, um, I guess I should preface this by, by saying I've played a ton of these cooking games before, mm-hmm. and while most of them are pretty fun... Uh, it isn't really my genre. I don't find myself going for these games unless I'm doing some kind of content on them, which was the case for this. I saw you playing it, so I decided I'd dive in and check it out as well. And um, 
Yeah, man. I mean, if you like cooking games, you'll probably like this one. It, it's a it's a nice reskin. I did dig the aesthetic. It kind of has this Beetlejuice look to it, and all the uh, recipes are kind of gross. And it's very bright and colorful, and and uh, I, I kind of like the vibe it gives off. But at the end of the day, I've played this before. This is really no different than any other cooking game. Uh, so, you know, I had fun with it for a little while. And then as the, um, I don't know about you, but as the, uh, I got up further up a little bit in the levels and when the gameplay got a little bit more hectic, uh, I did have some issue with like the collision detection and certain jankiness uh, with regard to the um, interactions with it, causing me issues where there shouldn't have been issues. So um, that that's really my take on it. it it's a pretty standard um cooking game with uh with a cool vibe yeah i i agree uh and the game doesn't look i mean it's it's it actually looks okay on playstation vr but it doesn't look nearly as crisp and clear as the trailers make it look um probably looked pretty crisp and clear on uh on the pc side of things i'm guessing um the, there's this weird element uh, that it has where uh you click turn you really need to access your left side, your right side, and then the front bar, right? And so you're kind of quickly usually going from the right to the left or right to the front back. And so it's just click turning. and But but you're rotating not where your feet are. You're rotating outside of your feet. And so eventually you rotate like into the bar itself. Uh, and during a hectic, fast-paced game like this where you're like, you know, okay, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, blah, blah, blah. You, got, you really got to make sure that you, you really got to make sure that you're uh, recalibrating before every single level or you're going to run into problems. Um, and I also found that it like started me off like way shorter than I needed to be. I needed to like up the, uh, the verticality quite a bit so I could actually see the things on the bar properly. Um, that said, these are the guys who made Bartender VR Sim uh, and that game sucked. Like just, it was bad. It wasn't a good uh, bartending educational thing. Like if you're trying to learn drink recipes and stuff, it sucked for that. Uh, the collision detection on that was garbage. Uh, and, uh, and it was just a really bad game. Uh, but this, I was starting to have fun with. And there's a lot, there's enough variety here where I'm like, okay, you make drinks in different in different types of glasses, different types of vessels. And then sometimes you have to shake them. And sometimes, just food to make. And so it's, it's got a good variety of things going on. Um, but it's, but, but again, I'm sort of with you. It's just, it's just fine. Uh, and so I didn't, I didn't know if you had, uh, better alternatives for people. Like what are, are there games in this genre, this kind of cooking sim genre, the hectic, I do this at work all day. Why the fuck would I come home and do this at night genre? Um, I, 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 I have you played enough of them where you could, uh, give recommendations? Well, I mean the, uh, the one resolution games did was pretty good. I think it's called cookout. That that one's pretty good, but but beyond that, I mean, they're they're all pretty much the, the same game, to be quite honest. Uh, I I particularly dig this one because I like the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It is a little different than your typical cooking game, so I, I would put Cookout on the top of the list, and then everything else kind of at number two. Uh, you know, again with my taste, I would probably reach for this one uh, because it is kind of a bartending slash uh, cooking game. And again, it has a it has a very um, cool like Beetlejuice type thing going on. Although I, I hope I didn't play enough of it. Hopefully, as you go on, the, the scenery changes a little bit. Uh, I don't I don't know if that is the case. I always kind of thought too that you know you're making money. They, they should give you something to spend that money on, some kind of upgrade, something to upgrade for your kitchen. Who knows? 
Uh, I'm just thinking, well, why am I making money if I can't spend money? Um, but, the, you know, really the only problem I had with the game, like I said, there were some co- collision things were mm-hmm. like, um, like if I would lay a hamburger bun down on the counter instead of a plate and then put like a, a patty on the bun, all of a sudden I can't pick it up anymore or, or, or like um, I, I'll accidentally touch something and it'll go flying across the room. Now, now it's completely screwed up the round because I don't have time to, to, to do a remake. And, um, you know, or, or, or let's say you put a, a burger together and you forgot to put ketchup on it. You think you can just pull the top bun off and put ketchup on it? Nope. <laughs> nope. Once no. it's together, it's together. And that, um, that, I think that's the case so, for yeah. so many of these games, honestly. that the Some of these uh, com- complaints that you have, uh, muddling, muddling. God damn it. I, I was just watching the dude in the trailer muddle, right? And, I, and, and, and uh, dude, I bartended and waited tables my entire life. And what, during the stream, I was like, in that thing there that you do that thing with and i was like god damn it brian what's wrong with you i was like just be, not enough b12 this morning uh and then while i'm watching i'm like muddling you moron um yeah the the complaints you have are 100 complaints that i have about a lot of the games in the genre uh but um you can buy stuff in this game i haven't really de- delved into okay, the store cool. you, you do get money and uh but i don't know if it's all cosmetic or what the deal is or if they're like these things actually help you out maybe things cook faster maybe things you know do do something better but i haven't figured that out yet so I've, i'm gonna be spending more time with this considering it's the only playstation vr game out right now and uh, and, and maybe even get a review out there uh later this week but um i do like it i do like it if it launches for like 20 bucks i just saw i saw somebody in the chat say that it was 38 or 34 european which doesn't like it doesn't sound promising um because that makes it sound like it's going to be like because the the euro and the dollar are pretty close i think uh especially on the playstation store uh so if it's if it's going to cost as much as i it sounds like it might wait for a big sale um what let me ask you this Wes. you said this isn't really your favorite genre what well i mean like you I spent a great many years in the food service industry. And although that was a very, very long time ago, mm-hmm. occasionally I still have nightmares about it. <laughs> so when you get to the higher levels in these cooking games, it's the same kind of pressure and stress that I used to feel back then. And I still have nightmares about from time to time. So that just isn't a desirable feeling for me. And uh, it throws me back to a time in my life I don't want to return to. What what does the genre need, man? It's like because because for me it's super stressful and it's like it really once it does start getting hectic, I'm like, oh god, I'm like you know it's I'm despite I think I was a pretty good server in in the real world, pretty good bartender, but I don't think I was ever uh, very good at multitasking. I was very much like I can do this one thing, I can do it really fast, and then here you go, and then boom, I got to go do this other thing. I can only focus on one thing at a time. I can't be making like seven drinks at once. Like I'm not that kind of guy. I just can't do it. And so uh, and, and so these games kind of require you to do it. Um, what if, if say say there's going to be this ultimate cooking game for PSVR two, this ultimate cooking sim, ultimate bartending sim, whatever is going to be, what what would it have to have? What like what, what just just be like to separate itself from the pack to make it more appealing, make it more fun? What would you add to this genre? I'll answer. Uh, just because you asked the question, I'm not sure there's anything that would sell me on any kind of cooking that game, but uh, somebody's going to have to break the mold. I think that uh, Shell Games, I haven't played it, but I am intrigued by uh, Shell Games' 
uh, Lost Recipes that just came out recently, which is kind of a historical cooking game, which puts you uh, in, in dated kitchens, uh, making historical recipes. I think that's a cool concept, and it intrigues me a little bit. Obviously not enough to go play it, though, right? I, we didn't cover it because I didn't want to play a cooking game. <laughs> um, so I think stuff like that, you know, basically anything different. And that's kind of the cool thing about horror bar is it, it does look different, even if the gameplay is the same. Um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, if it, if it were more realistic, if, if you had real recipes that you could, you know, learn in game and then take into real life and, and make, that would be kind of cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to give it some thought. I, I don't know if there's anything you could do though, really to sell me on another cooking game. Uh, personally, I was going to say, I need, I need to co-op. I see co-op, man. I need, I need somebody else. Like it's, it's way more fun, even in real life to do this with other people, right. To kind of like, and, and even, you know, when you play overcooked and you have to, people have different roles and, and like one person's in charge of chopping onions, one person's chopped with this. And then you all like work together to get the, the job done. I think, I think that's what this needs. And I think VR, the diner duo was as close as we got, but it's, it, 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 that wasn't even where I wanted it to be as far as co-op is concerned. I, I want both people to be standing there, like chopping things and cooking things and doing the whole thing. Um, and then like one person runs out behind the counter and like brings it to the right table kind of thing. So, uh, I think co-op is where it's at. And I think co-op is where it's at for a lot of, a lot of games. It's, it's becoming this thing where every single time a game comes out, people say, uh, man, I hope they add co-op to this, or I, I hope the sequel has co-op or, you know, we're looking at you saints and sinners. Where's co-op, you know? Uh, so I, I don't think this is a, I think that's an uncommon thing for people to ask for. Well, what about a uh, what about a full featured restaurant sim? So so you're the manager, or you could play any role. There's a manager. There's there, there are cooks. You got an expediter, bartender, servers, and then it puts you in real life scenarios. Like uh, you know, it, it's thirty minutes till close on on a Saturday night, and now there's a twelve top at the door asking <laughs> uh, if if the kitchen's still open. You know, stuff like that. That's when I, I hit mean, the PlayStation button uh, and fucking go home. <laughs> for real, for real. Uh, but, you know, so certain people who don't ha have never had to do these things in real life, I, I assume that that's who's attracted to these type of Maybe. work in VR games. <laughs> um, so that they Dude, might really... It would what, be, you're, what you're describing what you're describing is a restaurant MMO. <laughs> which, because <laughs> most restaurants have... Like what? Fifty employees, like all doing stuff between cooks and 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 and, and servers and, and bartenders and and busboys and everything else. Like depending on the size of your restaurant, I've definitely worked in restaurants that have easily fifty people, managers in the back. And if that's the case, man, I want to be a dishwasher because every dishwasher I ever knew yeah. just stood there, had to move three feet this way and then three feet this way, had headphones in the entire time, listening to music, ignoring everybody, and that seemed like the best job ever to me. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, I think that you're correct. I started my first job ever uh, was as a dishwasher at a restaurant, and I, I think it just went downhill from there until I was just done with it. <laughs> Although I did, I, I I I joke a lot, but I did have fun when I was a server. It was a fun time, you know. I, it was a college town. I made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, it it was good times. Dude, waiting tables, bartending, it's all super stressful. It really is like from the pretty much from the minute like the first person walks through the door till the minute, you know, the, the last person leaves. It's long hours, you're on your feet the whole time. Uh it, it but at least at le there's a camaraderie like with with you and your coworkers. There's a lot of fun to be had there and uh it's super stressful. You do make good money. 
And my favorite part about it, man, which I just haven't ever really experienced in any other profession when I've done a lot of things in my life. When you leave and you go home, you don't have to think about your job until you, until you go back the next day or two days later, right? It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you might have nightmares. I've definitely had nightmares being like, I forgot to bring that guy's ketchup. Oh my God, how did I fucking forget that, right? Like you just stress out and, and somehow you're, you you get into these situations in your dreams where you can just never get caught up, right? It was like, oh my God, I can't even get this, this drink order and I've got three more tables that just got set. Like it's it's super stressful and I just think about it now and be like, I don't ever want to go back and do that even though I loved it. Um, but 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 yeah, it was it's it's a good job. It's a good job. It was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet at the end because uh, we we had built up enough uh, good credit with the management that like we weren't on the schedule, but we would just show up and like who wants to go home? You know, whenever we would want to work, we would just go in and make our money, work a double on a Friday, a double on a Saturday, and be good for like the week. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. it was it was good at the end. That was certainly part of it for sure. Yeah, you could work like three days a week, you know, twenty five hours or so. You're good. Looper, the underground game cat with the five euros says there's a couple of new sales up. Should I pick up Trackmania Turbo with 70% off? I think so. I don't know how much Trackmania Turbo usually goes for. Uh, just know that it's not totally in VR and it switches you from first person to third person occasionally. Um, but it's still fun, I think. I don't know. I have no comment. I never played that one. Uh, my understanding, it was very limited, so I never really tried it. Yeah. Uh, you should try it if you can. It's okay. Uh, for 70% off, I can only imagine that puts it down to like five bucks or something at most. So I would say uh, for that much, probably give it a shot. Uh, Wes, is PSVR 1 dead? <laughs> well, um, first of all, it depends on who you ask. And second of all, it depends on what your definition of the word dead is. I mean, PS Vita is dead. PS3 <laughs> is dead. So it's not really like dead, dead strictly um by by the strictest definition but um i mean how many developers are making games for it without being compensated by sony to do so Uh, and when i say developers i mean like large indies and triple a developers not very many and how many uh how many titles can you count on coming out month to month yeah zero so uh, if you're asking me if PlayStation VR is dead, I would say, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been dead for a little while now. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. It, it's man, hold on, I'm trying to get us to the right, <laughs> the right seat. There we are. Okay, um, <laughs> dude, it's, you don't, you don't, you don't do all these all the scene changes and everything like that. You don't bring up all the trailers on your show over there, Virtual Strangers, do you? No, nope. I, I said I set the schedule and uh, and Roots handles all the uh, technical stuff. I need a Roots. Roots, what are you doing every Wednesday night around six p.m. <laughs> because this is this is nonsense. It's like I'm in the middle of sentences trying to change scenes and stuff, and it just sometimes doesn't go right. Uh, so, dude, let's just let's just blast through this list of stuff that we know is coming to PlayStation VR one still. All right. So, final. Sp- uh, okay, and, and, and again, when we say no. It means it's been announced and has not yet been canceled. Okay, and the, and the reason the reason this topic is coming up is because uh, Twilight Zone just got an announcement, uh, a release date announcement, and we were excited. We we're like, "Oh, good, Twilight Zone finally coming out!" You know, like was, they've they've been talking about the beta, whatever they announced it a while back, and uh, and, and no, not once until today. And in fact, on their website, thank you so much, Hibsy, for pointing this out. On their website, it still says PlayStation VR and uh, in in MetaQuest Two. 
and then gives the release date. Still says PlayStation VR, but then when they were asked on Twitter uh, by, I want to say, Dead Ringer, they said just Quest 2 for now. That was it. No, 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 like, oh, it's coming in a month or two months or three months. Uh, and I think when people say it's just coming to Quest 2 for now, I, I think that I think what they're really saying is uh, fucking everyone else is out of luck. Like in, 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 in PlayStation VR owners, especially are out of luck until PSVR 2 rolls around. So when I when I'm giving you this list, this is a list of games that has been been confirmed to be coming to PlayStation VR 1 and has not yet been canceled. <laughs> so I say confirmed, but behind the scenes. All of this is suspect. Um, so that brings us to Final Space VR, The Exorcist Legion VR Sin, NFL Pro Era, which we just got a trailer for today, so I'm expecting that's still PSVR 1. Uh, Elysia, the MMO? It's like, I, I don't see that coming to PSVR 1 still. Powder, which is like the snowboarding, uh, skiing, uh, wingsuit oh, that's not game. That's, that's not coming. That's not they just they just never yeah. said it's not. They they told me for two years it was, and then just said didn't didn't update us on that. Uh, Down and out, which has like bum fighting and stuff, which I don't think anybody cares about. It's a bunch of mini games that, yeah. Dash Dash World, which the last time I talked to them, they said it could very likely be coming Q one twenty twenty three. What does that tell you guys? PSVR one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'll just no. I'll just say this that they've been they've been saying that they're supporting PlayStation VR. For some time, and they're very thorough uh, with their development cycle. They do a lot of beta testing. Mm-hmm. I would think that if this were still coming to PSVR one, uh, that we would be hearing about beta testing by now, um, yeah. which I've heard zero about. Uh, but which I think is a shame. I think this game would run well on PlayStation, and I think it would do well on PlayStation. Yeah. So kind of a shame if this one doesn't end up coming to PSVR one. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you, and uh, and, I, and I definitely think that. Um, I think they, they had all, they were 100% in, they were, were absolutely down to do a PSVR one version. And I think that, you know, as, as time is getting away from them and they're, they're realizing how long it's going to take. Uh, I, I think that they, uh, almost of all the developers on this list that they had the best intentions uh, that they, they absolutely were planning on it. They, they talked to Sony, they got cross play up and running the whole thing. Like uh, I, the more I talked to them, the more they're like, yeah, and here's what's coming next. And here's what happened. And here's how many, we're going to have this many tracks ready for the PlayStation VR launch, blah, 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 the whole thing. And it just didn't come together. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Oh, wait, let's get the rest of this list out there. These are the, this is the rest of the stuff we know is coming. Uh, distortion VR, which I did talk to Jeff over at future mental games. Uh, and he, he, uh, he did confirm that it is still in development for PSVR one, which is good more of a wave shooter or, uh, you know, run around shoot stuff kind of thing, but does have aim support. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, Project Louisiana, The Bounds VR, which uh, looks like an interesting horror title. Uh, Do Not Open, which is my most anticipated game uh, that's still coming to PSVR 1. Have you have you been keeping up with this one, Wes? Uh, not since it didn't hit its launch date last year. I, I haven't heard any updates since then, but I am looking forward to it. Yeah, after that, they basically said... Um, God, what did they say after that? I think they said... Uh, mid 2023 i'm sorry mid 2022 uh i i I think i always think it's 2023 at this point like i i'm no i'm no longer accepting the fact that it's still 2022 i've just skipped a year um yeah so in they uh they got a they got somebody a professional musician to do the soundtrack for it uh they're 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 expanding the scope of the game uh and uh they've they've got some publishing deal going on too 
which I think they've gone public with, but I won't say any more than that in case they haven't. Um, and so that's good. It's all good news. I, I'm glad that they delayed it because the PlayStation Talents Initiative has <laughs> not been going well. Um, so this could be the first successful title to come from that. Although Invaders Hide and Seek was – that was good. That was fun. Yeah, uh, that was very good. And that didn't uh, – didn't, uh, oh, oh, never mind. I, I was thinking that maybe uh, Immortal Legacy had come from it. Uh, but that was a similar event, the the one that's based in China. Yeah, the one you're talking China, about. That was so, China Joy, right? From Spain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right. Zero Caliber VR, which we know now is going to be a Quest 2 port. Um, and we'll see if they actually end up bringing it over or not. Alien Rum, which looks like complete trash based on the trailer. Ragnarok, which looks fucking fun as hell. I'm, I'm assuming you've already played that over on Quest or PC? Just a little bit, but there's a really cool update coming to it that's probably going to drag me into it for, for some actual real gameplay time. Is, is that a public update, something that they've talked about publicly, or are you being out like coy for a reason? Just it, I, I didn't read all the way up on it, but it's a Hellfest update um, that literally just dropped. The news just dropped on that today. Nice. Uh, so I'm assuming that there's going to be a, some, a really cool soundtrack update uh, going with that, because uh, Hellfest is a, uh, it's a well-known tour right so uh, i'm assuming that there's going to be some well-known artists being added to the soundtrack this is all i didn't read it i, I literally saw the the headline on my way into the show uh these are all my assumptions and if my assumptions are true i'm going to be checking that uh, a lot more of ragnarok out nice um galaxy cart which looks eh we'll see it's be by vr monkey uh the port studio um uh, Super Kit to the top, uh, and Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution. Uh, we'll see about. Uh, I guess both the last two. Neither one has uh, said much about PSVR one at this point. Um. Oh, and we're still waiting on a couple delayed games: Star Tenders, Transformers VR, and Captain Toonhead versus the Punks from Outer Space. Uh, as far as I know, all three of those are still coming to PSVR one. Uh, now, even if all of those games came out this year. It's a lot, a lot of like little indie games, no heavy hitters, not a lot of big stuff. Uh, Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution, by far the biggest uh, game on that list. Um, the, what what gets us worried, I think, you know, when you look at that, all that stuff and you're like, well, we're almost halfway through the year. It's, like, it's, it's kind of a decent list for only having like six, seven months left in the year or whatever. Um, a, I don't believe all those games are coming out. And B, games are dropping like flies. Games are dropping like flies, man. Twilight Zone, as we just found out today, most likely no longer coming to PSVR 1. Uh, Among Us VR sounds like it's no longer coming to PSVR 1. Uh, Dash Dash, possibly not coming to PSVR 1. Ultra Wings 2, not coming to PlayStation VR 1. Uh, that Until You Fall update did not come. So we're not even getting fucking updates, right, to games that we already have on PSVR 1. Like That's how little developers care. They're like, oh, we're just it's not going to be worthwhile. Like No one's playing our game. Why the fuck would we update it? So the Until You Fall update isn't coming. The Jupiter Grad uh, DLC, I don't believe, came to PSVR. The Waltz of the Wizards updates, they stopped up. They stopped supporting that on PSVR fucking forever ago. Um, and so it's it's just really concerning. It's like all of this stuff is just, it's all pointing in the same direction, being like, even if we have a solid list of games coming out over the next seven months, like I don't, I don't, I'm just not confident that those games are even fucking coming. Yeah. Well, you know, nobody knows for sure. Uh, but, but I would like to point out that most of us in the, you know, in our space here, uh, are kind of of the belief that PSVR two was supposed to have been here by now that we don't have it yet because internally they, they pushed, 
they pushed it back, right? right. So I, I think we might have a situation here where game developers who were kind of in the know were expecting the next gen to be here already. And now that it's not here, they're kind of the ones left holding the bag, looking like dickheads because they didn't put their games out like they were supposed to, where, you know, in their mind, they're supposed to have a whole new platform from Sony by now to, to publish these games on. So again, all speculation on my part, but it makes sense, doesn't it? It does make sense. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think I, 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 <laughs> it's just tough, man. It's just really tough because I, I can't remember, I can't remember a generation where this has sort of happened before. Right. I feel like at the end of the PS3 era, you know, or even in the end of PS2, like that, that's when these things always start really shining, right? Even PS1, the end of that, after PS, after PlayStation 2 came out, after PlayStation 3 came out, PlayStation 4, these, these other consoles still had some life left in them. And especially leading up to the launch of the next console, like it's, it's when we got some of the best games on those platforms. And so I think, you know, in the back of my mind, I was always thinking, all these game, all these developers who have had stuff in the works for the last couple of years and really kind of like refining their shit. And it's like, and, and I don't think those games exist. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's happening. And so it feels like for the first time in a very, very long time that, that maybe something died before it was supposed to, before the, before the successor got here. And it, and it is on Sony, you know, for not getting PlayStation VR out too so- sooner. And yes, we can go through all the reasons why it didn't get here sooner, but that's not the point. The point is that it didn't get here soon enough to, to, to save, to, to save everybody with a lifeboat and bring everyone over. It's like, okay, come on over to the next gen. Like, here we are. Here's the, this big vessel. We're here. Like everybody all aboard, you know, Titanic went down, went down with the ship and, uh, and it sucks and it, it really sucks. And I've seen, I've seen, uh, a lot of people, sadly, uh, and, and I think in, in their minds too, sadly, uh, jump ship over to questions because at least there's like new stuff happening. Or as you see it said on PC, you know, even the mod community is making exciting things, like things that we would be excited about on PSVR 1 and are certainly excited about on PSVR 2. The mod community has made VR exciting again. Uh, right now, I think VR is just kind of dull. Um, it sucks. Well, the, the, the good news is is even though that, that these people are, are playing on Quest and playing on PC now, I don't think that necessarily means that they won't come back when PSVR 2 comes you know, comes to town. I, I absolutely think that most of us, myself included in this group, uh, are more excited about PSVR 2 than anything else that's going on right now because we remember that magical time when Sony was a big player in VR, and we know that it's coming again in an in a even bigger uh, way. So... Uh, I'm kind of glad that VR players have someplace else to go to stay engaged in the interim, right? Until Sony gets back involved, until we get AAA VR, legit AAA VR. Um, But as far as like the comparison to previous console cycles, it's a bit of an apples and oranges comparison because A, we've got new leadership at Sony. Mm -hmm. B, we've got a whole new world where, uh, you know, electronic supplies are in short, uh, short um, supply and high demand and, and be like real. I mean like PlayStation three, for example, there, there were millions, tens of millions of those out there for people to still sell games to where there's just no market left. I think if, if PSVR gamers were still really buying games like they were two, three years ago, then 
then VR devs would still be making games on the platform. True. But, um, but, but there just isn't a market here. Yeah. And uh, even what, you know, it's hard to even fault Sony at this point. Well, obviously we, we would like it sooner and it should have, you would like for there to be no gap. Um, but in, in their mind, I mean, you're talking about a drop in the, in, in the large PlayStation bucket when you're talking about PlayStation VR and that market. So I think, um, even if like they completely screwed over everyone that played PlayStation VR, uh, one, I think in their mind, that wouldn't be like the worst thing in the world because in their mind, I, I think they're starting over anyway with PSVR two. This is their first legitimate attempt at, at, at being a current and, and, and popular VR product. So, um, so yeah, I think, I, I think that this is kind of new territory, uh, for VR, especially PlayStation VR. And I, I think those old comparisons really don't apply. Yeah. No, and I, and I do agree with you. I do agree with you. It just, it just feels like the first time in my life where it's like just sitting here waiting, you know, and I, and I hate yeah. that so much. I hate it so much. Um, but yeah, uh, it should, it should also be said that, you know, talking to some indie devs, they're saying that it's, it's really not as bad as like, even I'm making it out to be, um, that like, that there's still some life left in, in PlayStation VR that's, that sales aren't killing it but they're still there they're still games are still selling um just maybe not as as uh, as much as they expected to which you know kind of goes back to what you said about polyarch and it's like well you know where were they uh you know where were they mentally were they were they expecting that playstation uh vr1 sales were, were still killing it or where did they understand when they released the game and maybe and possibly made a deal with sony that hey sales are probably going to be on the low side um and so it's going to be it's going to be interesting man for sure uh, and, uh, and, and I just really, really hope that I just, I just really hope that we're going to be able to, uh, kind of last, right. Last for the rest of the year. Um, because there's just so many, <laughs> because if we, if we keep losing titles, uh, it's going to be rough. It's going to be really rough. So, well, I, I, I think as soon as, um, as soon as Sony really gets full swing in the marketing for the next gen, um, there'll, there'll be a lot more excitement in the space again. And, and honestly, if you're talking about outside the VR bubble, the people who aren't VR gamers looking at, at maybe trying it out, um, to them, you know, PSVR is still a viable thing. They don't understand yet what it would mean going to PSVR versus Quest. Now, when people ask me, you know, which one do I get? And, and they have no experience. I, I can't, I can't suggest PSVR. It, it tears my heart out, mm. but it's, it's overpriced. Like it shouldn't still be $350 <laughs> for that kid. It should be $250 with, and, move it's, and it's a lot, right? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, but, but for what it's worth, people do still ask about it. And I do tell people that there are great games. It is still the best catalog of, of games in VR still today. It's still the best. Um, it's just that, you know, a lot of those great titles are two and three years old now. And, uh, and there's been a lot come out on the other platforms since then. And, you know, we, I don't want to make this into a PSVR versus quest thing, but, okay. uh, yeah, it's, it, it feels like if it's not dead, it, it's, it's, it's very close. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I did, you know, I, I, I see some really supportive people in the chat being like, don't lose hope, Brian. Everything's going to be fine. PSVR 2 will be here before you know it. And like the news alone is going to keep the channel running. I'm not, I'm hopefully it didn't sound like I was like, oh man, I don't know if we're going to be able to keep the channel running until the end of the year. He's like, nah, we'll fucking fine, man. You know, I, I did this, uh, you know, I did this long before I did it full time and I, you know, keep doing it no matter how it has to happen. That is, that is certainly not part of the, the conversation at all. Um, I'm just, I, it's just, I don't know. I think, I think what I was trying to go for here was just, uh, I, what I, what I really hope, what I genuinely hope is that, you know, especially seeing, you know, when we, when we jump back into Wandering, being like, Jesus, this, this looks so good. And when I've jumped back into Golem recently, I was like, wow, this is so good. Like this looks, you know, practically next gen. It looks amazing. I really hope that most PSVR gamers out there have enough of a back, back catalog of games that they either bought or were waiting for a sale or whatever. Because I think I'm in a different situation than most people. I, I, I think I'm feeling it more than most people because I've had to play everything at launch and review everything at launch. And so I'm, I'm like, done. You know, there's very, very few games in my backlog where I'm like, oh, I've been meaning to go back to this. Um, and so I really hope for all of you guys out there, like that, that's where my heart is, is like hoping that you guys, the community, the people who are still, you know, invested in PSVR 1 and are patiently waiting for PSVR 2 have games that you've been saying, oh yeah, Golem did look good. Uh, maybe I should go pick that up because, because this, that could certainly tide me over for a week. You know, that, that's what, that's where my heart is. And I, and I hope that everybody understands that, so, but thank you very much guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, Go- Golem. Uh, Golem's amazing. I need to finish that game. I still haven't finished it. I've got significant time in it, uh, and I really loved it, especially after they um, enabled the support for the uh, navigation controller, mm-hmm. so that I have a thumbstick now. Uh, that, that's a really a very well done game, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I need to get back in that one myself. Now Sony needs to bring nav support to PlayStation Five. Well, you know what? You know what, Brian? Um, just a just an interesting tidbit here, and I'll, I'll go ahead and we'll call this question number twenty one. Uh, the game that I chose for today's twenty questions, according to the PlayStation Store, supports the nav controller, and I had no idea. I had, if this is true and not a mistake, I had no idea that this game supported nav controller. It just, in all fairness. <laughs> Some some games on the store say they support the aim controller and they do not, uh, and they're not even like shooting games. Uh, so yeah, I don't believe for a second that this game actually supports <laughs> it. But I thought I'd throw that out there for you. Wow. Okay. So that's like by the way. By, by, by the way, uh, Ragnarok Hellfest DLC, yeah, including uh, Metallica, Guns and Roses, Nine Inch Nails, and Deftones, just to name a few. Wow. It, 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 this is the track listing we want from Beat Saber. Exactly. All right. Should be fun, man. Should be fun. I, and it, it's funny when you first said Hellfest. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know anything about festivals or anything like that. Like I haven't actually gone to a concert or anything or in any kind of event, and I won't until MCR rolls around in September. Um, but I, when you said Hellfest, my immediate thought was the uh, was the slasher movie that came out a couple years ago, which I absolutely fucking loved. I don't know if you saw Hellfest, but it was really good. I did not. Not familiar with it. Put it on your list. It's it doesn't do anything kind of like amazingly, uh, but it's it takes the slasher genre and just makes a, a good movie out of it. I like it. So. Cool. I'll check it out. Hey Wes. <laughs> hey Brian. 
It's time for PSVR 20 questions, and you are the host, which means you've picked a game from the PlayStation Store, hopefully PlayStation Store, apparently it says it supports the nav controller, um, and it is, uh, it is up to me and the cats out there. I have no pen. I need to take notes. Um, there it is. I got a pen. Uh, you guys out there, really, you, get, you need to help me. I've only got 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game Wes is thinking of. I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock right now. Please, guys, help me out. It's not good dog, bad dog. We know this already. It might be good dog, bad dog. I have no idea. On my market set, go. Does this game use analog sticks? It does. <laughs> I assume. I assume. I assume it does. I assume it does. I don't like where this is going. Um, do you do a lot of shooting in this game? Is it mostly a shooter? No, it is not not shooter say it's got a heavy narrative uh yeah yeah i don't know exactly what you mean by heavy narrative but there is a narrative i would uh yeah yeah i would call it story driven okay i like it okay Ooh, good one, Neon Groove. Uh, has has this been, or, I mean, obviously you don't know every single top 25 list we've ever made, but would this be a top 25 contender for you? Top 25, probably not. Um, would it have been in your top 25 at some point? I would say maybe yours, but probably not AJ's. I like where this is going. So it's a good game. Good. I like where this is going. All right. Is it a horror game? It is a horror game. Well, yeah. Most people would call it a horror game. Okay. I'm going with Ian's question. Uh, Ian asks if it has puzzles in it. But would you call it a puzzle game? That's where I'm going to go with that. Uh, on a very general sense, yeah, yeah. This is this is a puzzle game. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Uh, any multiplayer? No, no multiplayer. Okay. 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 <sighs> Do you have any weapons in this game? Good one, old Darth. Ah, oh, man. It's been a while since I played it. Um, I don't remember any weapons in this game. It doesn't. If there are weapons, it's something that's like later on in the game in a special scene or something. It's not something that you frequently use weapons in. Okay. It's a, it's a pretty straightforward puzzle game. All right. Uh, was this an early title, meaning like the first two years PSVR? Two years? Let me check this. Um, I want to say no, not first two years, but maybe. It's right on the line. Let me have a second here, and I'll verify that for you. Sure. Ooh. 
some good questions out there. While you're looking it up, is it based on a known IP? Uh, no, but you might would think so by the uh, structuring of the title. Um, but no, no, this is not what this is not within the first two years of uh, of PSVR for sure. Okay, so it's it's obviously not Wraith. You would have known that anyway. Not Paranormal Activity. Not Don't Knock Twice. Um, based on the structuring of the title, that's that's going to throw don't, me don't, out. Don't 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 think about that. Forget about <laughs> don't, it. Don't think about that. I'll, I'll explain that uh, okay. afterwards, but uh, but uh, it's not something you should be focusing on. Have the developers made any not, other PSVR games? They have. Thank you, Braxbro. Okay, let's think about developers who've made multiple PSVR games. Um, Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, 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 man. Oh my god, I'm blanking so hard right now. Um Okay, like Servios didn't make any horror games, right? Um Old Darth asks, are there paintings? What the hell is that question? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. This is so dumb. I'm, like, losing my mind. I know. One minute left, Archangel. Does this also support move controllers? It does support move controllers. Okay. So this supports the moves and essentially uh, – let's just get this out there. No, it's not the aim because there's not a lot of shooting. Uh, so moves in DualShock 4. <sighs> It's story-driven, not really top 25. Maybe I would put it on mine. Horror and puzzles, no multiplayer, no weapons. Um, Most people would call it horror. I would call it kind of a thriller, dark thriller. Uh, does this have a, a really... St a st are, are there paintings in the game? Name a VR it, horror game it, that don't is, have paintings. Is it, is it Layers of Fear VR? It is not layers of oh, VR. You, thank you guys so much. I appreciate the help. But what what was it, Wes? A chair in the room. Oh my green water, dude! I and you see you see how the title's structured. Like mm -hmm. you would think that there's more than one chair in a room right. because this is chair in a room green water. But uh, no, this is the only one. Um, oh, it's from Wolf and Wood, who brought us The Exorcist. Yeah, and, uh, and it's and listed. Yep. And apparently has uh, has navigation controller support. <laughs> Which yeah, I don't believe for a second. Um, no weapons, no multiplayer, dude. Yeah, this is. I just played this in my uh, in in a uh, fifty hidden gems in fifty days video, and uh, that was a that was a great choice, man. That was a great choice. I absolutely should have been able to get it. I should I should always, dude. I should have a list of like PSVR horror games ready to go. The second somebody says. This is a PSVR horror game. I should go. Is it this, 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 and this? Like, because I should have all those ready to go. Like, this is my bread and butter. The fact that I didn't well, here's get the this thing. super embarrassing. What's up? Here, here's the thing. It's not on you, Brian. It's the clock. It's that timer. It is. If it weren't for that clock, you would have definitely gotten this one. 
I so think that's the case. Up too bad. I think that's the case for every twenty question game uh, because the clock really does kill us. Uh, so yeah, you know, uh, but but I think twenty questions would go on for thirty minutes if we let it. <laughs> uh, before yeah, we get. Before we get out of here, man, we have a couple of tips, and uh, we did want to, I want to save them to the end of the show just so we could kind of shoot the shit with the cats for a second. Um, let's start with Professor Lilith, who says, uh, with a $2 tip, says, time for Brian to build that Dreams horror game. I'm pretty sure I promised that like two years ago, and, uh, and, and I think that with all the new additions that have come to Dreams, uh, I think that would be an amazing thing to do. I would, I would love to learn Dreams inside out, I would, and I think that maybe even the creative process could be a fun stream. Uh, like a weekly dream stream where I just like sit there and, you know, start building some of the levels and shit like what, with you guys and, uh, you know, helping you participating with you. I think that'd be amazing. I've been wanting to do this just because I didn't do it. Doesn't mean I gave up on the idea. I really, uh, used, used to love creating shit before, uh, before old age hit me in the face with its gigantic cock. Dark angel three with the $6 and 50 cents says for an extra large ice donkeys and a snack. Dark Angel, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. Do you know how old this cup is? It's so old you can see. Can you can you see how cloudy the plastic is? It's stained <laughs> with coffee. It's disgusting. I bought this like two months ago and I keep using the cup. I'm gross. Thank you, Dark Angel. I'm going to buy a new one. Waleed is now a game cat, specifically a white tiger with the Canadian $5 tip. Says, I've actually stopped playing PSVR 1 games as every time I want to think about PSVR, every time I, I want to, I think about PSVR 2 and decide to hold back. Uh, I've yet to play Saints and Sinners and Wanderer. What? What? Okay. You had to. Okay. Can can we can we address this real quick? Some people have said I don't, and, and and I totally respect everybody's stance on this. But some people have said I'm, I refuse to buy any more PlayStation VR one games until we find out Sony's what Sony's doing with backwards compatibility in PSVR two. And I kind of get that, but like. I mean, to not have played Wanderer or Saints and Sinners, like you've got, we've got some time on our hands and you can play some stellar PSVR one titles. And I know Jay Meow always goes on in the voice chat about saying that like, as much as he'd love backwards compatibility to be a thing, we're not really going to care about PSVR one games all that much when PSVR two hits, we're going to be having, we're going to have hybrid games, brand new AAA titles and more of them than ever before. So I kind of think this is sort of our last chance. Like, let's use this time to like, play the crap out of every PSVR one title that's out there and then put it to bed and be like, okay, now real next gen VR begins, right? Like let's just get, get it out of your system. Play, play the good stuff um, that's out there so that we can just like be like, okay, we, we played all the good stuff and now it's, now it's really time for next gen. We can move into PSVR two without thinking, man, I really wish I'd played that game seven months ago when there was nothing else to play. Cause you're not going to have time to, to think about, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I think even the best PSVR one games, I don't think you're going to be thinking about when PSVR two hits. Well, my whole thing here with back compatibility, I think it's overrated. Like I'm not going to be wanting to play gen one VR games when I get my gen two VR system. Now with that said, uh, while I could really care less about back compatibility, I wholeheartedly 100% want remakes. I want a PSVR two version of Astro Bot, of, of Russia blood, uh, of Resident Evil 7. Yep. I want Gen 2 versions of my Gen 1 favorites. But as far as like straight back compatibility goes, I have a headset to play those games now. I, I can play them on PS5 now. Right. I, I don't need, uh, like, that doesn't even matter to me. I, you know, if it does to you, then, you know, 
good, good on you. But uh, for me, like, I'm not going to be thinking about these games uh, at all when, when I have uh, a shiny new toy to play with. Right. And, and I agree with you, uh, but with the caveat, of course, that behind me are like hundreds of PlayStation 1, 2, in three and four games, right? Like, and, and not to mention like, you know, NES and Genesis and Super Nintendo. Like I, I want backwards compatibility solely because when I do decide that I'd really want to play Astrobot, I, I want that to be easy, right? I, I, I'll just, I'll right. make sure I keep my PSVR one headset. And if I really want to play those games, uh, I'll pull that thing out of the closet and hook it up and make it happen. Um, because I, I'll tell you, man, it, 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 they still don't make it easy to play PS2 games. <laughs> right and so yeah, well, well i get it yeah i get it i get it it's it's a, a convenience thing and, it, and it's an, a nice feature but is that a deal breaker for you not, a deal, not breaker, a deal breaker but but man will i get super i was gonna say something really fucking gross but I, i'm gonna get super excited <laughs> man i'm and, and everyone's gonna know it man if they say if they say backwards compatibility works like there's just gonna be splooge everywhere just like you're not even able to see me on next games cast because it can be like just dried shit coating this lens right here. You're like, what, where did Brian go? I'm back here. You could just you just can't see me because this shit on the screen. Okay, that was fucking disgusting. Wes, can we get out of here? Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> it's going off the rails quickly. Yeah, yeah it's it's turning into a virtual strangers episode, which I don't know how I feel about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you should be concerned. Yeah, uh, thank you to everybody out there who makes this channel run. Uh, not just, uh, not you know, not, not it's not just me. Uh, we got Wes every Wednesday. We got Miles every Friday. We got AJ every Monday. Uh, but since it's Wednesday, good reminder, uh, or sorry, West Day, to uh, to go subscribe to Virtual Strangers over there because you've got a lot of cool stuff coming up, dude. There's a video. If anybody, if if anybody's a big fan of uh, Skydance Interactive. Or uh, or Tiffany Tolman specifically, who's been on the channel at least once, maybe twice. Um, what what video just went up on your channel, Wes? On location, episode four. Uh, of course, on location is our uh, our series where we meet our friends from the industry inside VR to talk VR. And uh, Tiffany met us in Walkabout Mini Golf uh, a little over a week ago, and uh, the episode just went up today. Uh, it's hilarious. It was a good time, and uh, you should all check it out. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet, but I, I think that's what I'm going to do tonight. Um, thank you also to uh, to everyone who supports us on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. Uh, don't forget, for just $3 a month, you can get your name on that scroll that goes by 200 times an episode. And this episode is three days a week. Uh, so that's a lot of times that your name pops up on the screen. You also get access to voice chat. And for $5 a month, you'll get access to exclusive Patreon episodes uh, of God only knows what. But man, we're, we're starting to ramp up uh, filming. Uh, my, my weekly AMA, I believe I'll be doing an AMA this week, uh, this weekend. Uh, usually lasts about two hours. Filled with embarrassing stories. I cry sometimes. That's really embarrassing. And then on top of that, uh, we're filming some episodes of Why We Love Soon, and that'll be also for the exclusive $5 tier or more. Also, thank you to everybody who uh, helps the channel run all the mods. Uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who does all the timestamps for the show, and of course, Jamie Meow, who uploads this on podcast services of your choice. Don't ask me which ones. There's a lot of them. I don't know any of them. Uh, and of course, all of you sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there because numbers don't lie, and we love you just as much. Let's get out of here. What's where's that intro? Here's the intro. Here it is. Right here.
do you put anything in mac and cheese? Do you just make mac and cheese straight, like like out of the box kind of thing, or do you do like glorify it, like add cool stuff to it? No, I think if you add uh, if you add to mac and cheese, you actually take away from mac really? and cheese. I, I'm a, although I am a uh, I'm a shells and cheese type of guy. I'm not mm. I'm not for the uh, I'm not a powder guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was definitely a shells and cheese guy for a while, but man, and, and here's the reason: because I still live like I'm, I'm in a dorm room, and I, I don't have, I, I never have milk or butter in my fridge. Like the you know the staples, the essentials <laughs> that everyone just has all the time. Yeah, that's not me. I open my fridge and it's like Zool. 